Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's August 30th, it is 2023. We have a six-game MLB slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined today by Timothy Buell. You all might know him as Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Not much, Stevie. Yeah, like we got a we got a six-game uh, slate to break down. It's uh, definitely... Uh, I don't know. Not my favorite slate on the board. Not the favorite slate that I've seen. But I mean, it's we got to break it down and maybe find some contrarian plays so people can win some GPPs. Yeah, I mean, very interesting slate. We'll talk about how it's I, it, to me. It's like pay up for cores or pay up for coal. Um, so we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it as we're going here. Six game slate and. Yeah, I mean, Coors and Cole against Detroit. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that's the that's the headlines here. So happy to be back. Thanks to TJ for filling in for me yesterday, dude. I had yep. the worst headache yesterday. It would not go away. Um, even like sleep wasn't helping. So woke up feeling a little bit better this morning and uh, back on the grind. So um, were you at Day- were you at Daytona? I was at Daytona on Friday and Saturday. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What a race that was. That was that was one of the best races I've seen in a long time. That was a lot of fun. That yeah, race. Was, that was that was a really good race. Yeah, it was wild. Um glad Ryan Priest is okay. Glad Ryan Blaney is okay. Um mm-hmm. talked about this on the podcast Monday, but yeah, glad he's okay. So um yeah, I mean so far baseball on Tuesday night going okay. Um have a couple Oakland Atlanta stacks that could be potentially moving up the leaderboard now getting some Oakland home runs, um, nailed pitching bats, just not kind of doing their thing here. Um, went overweight on R- Rafael devil, Rafael Devers, uh, to pivot off of Atlanta a little bit. And that's not working out and Atlanta is not working out. So pitching great. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, let's get into some baseball talk. And again, you know, thank you to TJ and Keith yesterday holding down the fort. We get started with Yankees and Tigers. We get to start off right off the bat here. Seven and a half total. Yankees a 160 favorite. Probably not high enough. 
We got Wentz and Cole facing off against each other. Um, we get to start right here. Let's talk about it. Garrett Cole, 11-5 against Detroit. I mean, it is going to be very hard, if not impossible, to play Cole and Atlanta Bats, um, depending on how many Atlanta Bats you want to play. Like, tell me why I shouldn't play Cole, and tell me why I should prioritize the Bats over Cole. Um, what are your thoughts overall here? Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, you know, it's just there's a lack of pitching depth on this slate. Um, pitching is more predictable than hitting. Uh, so that would be the argument for Cole. Um, there are going to be very, very cheap pitching punts that are at least going to be viable in GPPs that we could talk about later in the show so that you can go cold and then super cheap and maybe fit in a couple of Atlanta bats. Like, you're not going to be able to full stack them, but you could maybe do a three-man stack with Atlanta with Cole. So, um, I mean, we're going to talk about the rest of the pitchers on the slate, and it's it's pretty ugly. So, <laughs> I, you know, the contests that I play – you know, maybe some higher dollar single entries. I I want I want to take the more secure raw points from Cole. You know, so that that's that's my argument. Pitching is is uh, something on this slate. I mean, we <laughs> we have some we have some decent options over nine k. If like four guys over nine k, I think you can make an argument for playing any of these four guys. But overall, the pitching slate is awful. Um, Cole by a landslide um, as far as, like, top pitcher on the slate. It's just whether or not you can make him work with some bats here. Um, so I think it's a, it's a great spot. Detroit's awful. Um, Cole probably dominates. And I don't even, like, I don't even know if dominates the right the right word here. He probably just, I mean, 35-plus is something I think we see here from Cole. Um, uh, the other side of this one, do you have any interest here in Joey Wentz against uh, the Yankees? I do not. And pitching and pitching's really bad on this slate, and I have no interest in him at all. Yeah, I mean, a guy just doesn't really strike anybody out. Sitting around, like, right around 20%, you know, below average pitcher just really struggles with right-handed bats. 240 ISO, 385 Woba. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk about bats here. I think the Yankees are an excellent pivot off of the Braves today. Um, I mean, I'm sorry that this is the first game on the slate that we're breaking down, but but the Yankees bats are, are my favorite tournament pivot away from Atlanta. Like, Wentz allows a 239 ISO to right handed bats this season, like, um, 52.4% hard, hard hits to right handed hitters. Um, we all know that this Yankees lineup is chock full of righties. Um, so it's like if I'm not stacking Atlanta, I'm going to try to get to um, these, this New York team like by a landslide. Like they're, they're by far my favorite, my favorite, you know, non-cores team. Yeah, I love this spot for them. Um, if you can't attack this team, they have so much power. Bader, um, Stanton, Torres, Judge, Lemayhew even. Um, so, yeah, ton of interest in the Yankees today. And they're not as expensive as um, the Atlanta stack. It is very easy 
to fit in a Yankee stack and Cole. Um, so yep. I yep. that like that was my initial like thought process and build when I was messing around um, with lineups or, or like messing around with the slate before we got started here is, you know, take some of these Yankees and, you know, stack them up in this phenomenal spot today. So um, I think you get like you probably get like two or three of these expensive bats. Um, there's a the catcher uh, Higgs. He's cheap. Uh, Bader's cheap. So I really do think you can make Yankees Cole work um, in a phenomenal spot here against Wentz. Uh, no interest for me on the Detroit side of this game. Not at all. Bader got put on waivers. Did I miss that? He did. You're right. Oh, my bad. Yeah. That and, is, uh, someone will pick him up. That that he won't stay on waivers long. And um, Donaldson got released. I knew Don. I saw the Donaldson news. Um, yeah. I saw that. I knew he had gotten released, but I don't know why they did that with Bader. Um, I don't know what his contract situation was either to like to be fully transparent. So that doesn't shock me. So, I mean, Volpe's cheap. Um, yeah, like I said, Higgs is cheap at catcher at 2.7K. So there's going to be cheap bats to make the Yankee stack work, especially like um, depending on like who cracks the lineup here, we could potentially get a few cheap, cheap bats. So um yankees might finally be calling it a year watch out right yeah yeah i mean that's kind of what that's 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 what they're doing that's what they're doing i think is they're just calling it yeah all darn shucks uh true red sox fan in me is not sad about it texas at mets (laughs) (laughs) eight and a half total in this game the mets a 125 favorite we have singa and dunning facing off against each other um Dave, I don't think it'd be the Cardinals that get uh, Bader back. I think someone in in like the race, someone in the race, like I think Seattle would be a good landing spot for Bader. Not DFS wise, just team wise. Anyway, Singa and Dunning. Uh, any interest here in Dane Dunning at seven point six k? Um, I guess he'd be maybe may okay. Um, this Mets lineup is, you know, kind of. It's top heavy, so towards the bottom it gets it gets pretty bad. Dunning's been better of late. Um, his you know he's actually improved his K rate quite a bit. Um, his control is decent. The price is decent. Um, so I think he would fit in a build. Like he would be the type of guy that you would use if you wanted to fade Cole, throw in Dunning, throw in another couple like in, throw another cheap pitcher in, and, and stack Atlanta. Right, like he could conceivably get through this lineup, and even and he's flashed the ceiling lately. So I think he's viable. Certainly not my favorite, but I, I don't think he's horrible. Yeah. So I did a deep dive on him a couple starts ago. I don't remember who he was facing. Um, hold on, let me pull it up. He was facing San Francisco, and I did a deep dive on Dunning um, in that spot against San Francisco. I, I had a ton of interest in the, in that spot. Just I think it was Price in the slate. Just but. Anyway, um, he's just he's using this changeup a lot more and using his cutter less, using his slider more, using his fastball less, and it's working for him. I mean, you kind of alluded to recently. You look at his last 30 days, his strikeout rate's 31%. That's 19% on the season. So um, generating more ground balls, generating more whiffs outside the strike zone, and his swinging strike rate is up 4%. It's a lot to do with righties. There's a lot of potential lefties in this lineup. Um, so that worries me a little bit. 
the the better bats here. I mean, Alonzo is a righty, um, but you still got to get through like Lindor. You got to get through Nimmo. Um, you know, you're gonna get guys uh, like Jeff McNeil who doesn't strike out. He's gonna put the ball in play. So I, I really think Dane Dunning is in play, like you said, as far as like an SP two type of situation. But I also want to see what the lineup and ownership looks like on Dunning. Um, I, I love when yeah. like. guys guys mix up their like pitch mix and i love that kind of stuff man i live for that kind of stuff um there's edge in it you know so i know that there was no real edge yesterday in cole reagan's and i wrote like this whole long spiel on expert survey on why he was the top pitcher on the slate because he's been doing different pitch like he's changed his pitch mix up didn't matter dude was going to be 50 67 percent on anyway but um hey i felt good about it and it worked but I uh, worked for everybody. I think he was like 70% owned in most of the contests that I play. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's okay. As like, then you got to remember this game's in city field. So the ballpark helps, um, Texas, they've been struggling a little bit here recently. Any interest in Singa at 10, three here? If I'm going to be going up, well, here's the thing. If, if I'm going to be going up that high, right. I'm going to get to Cole or, We'll talk about him, but I like Lazardo better. So Senga really is going to get squeezed uh, in my in my rankings. So I'm either going to go higher for Cole or, or lower for Lazardo. Yeah, I mean overall, um, I'm going up to Cole. I don't think Senga is a bad option. I think Texas is good. Again, they have been struggling here recently. Um, Singa's been pitching fantastic. Like he, if you're playing like large field tournaments, he's in your pool. Um, you want to get super different today, play Singa and Cole together. Um, that makes your lineup way different. So, uh, Texas bats, any interest in the Texas bats here? Uh, not particularly. Um, they're, they're pretty expensive. Uh, the only thing I'd say is that when Senga loses his control, which he does do, he has a very, very high walk rate to both sides of the plate. Like anytime you have that, a stack is in play because anytime you have bad control, that leads to more base runners, more opportunities for fantasy points, um, a better opportunity for a shorter outing. So in that case, like maybe like a, a, a Durin or or a Garver or you know uh, a Nathaniel Nathaniel Lowe kind of stack. You know, I don't know if I can get justify playing Corey Seager at sixty seven hundred or Semyon at sixty one, but some of these cheaper Ranger bats, I, I could see getting like a like a three man of them. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, um, I'm probably going to stay away from the bats here. The guys I want to play are expensive. I'd rather play Yankees or Braves if I'm going to pay those prices. So right, um, right. I'm probably going to stay away from Texas. And then the Mets, like, Lindor's price is somewhat appealing. You know, he's under 5K. He's capable of big games. He's someone that has 
upside to hit home runs. Um, he's someone that has upside to steal bases. I think he's over 20 stolen bases on the season. So, like, he has that type of jack-in-the-bag type upside under 5K. Don't hate that. Don't hate Nimmo. Uh, but I'm, I'm just – there's some games on this slate that I really like for bats, and this game just isn't one of them. You know, Vogelbox 2.8K if you want to chase some upside with, like, power there. But, yeah, just overall, I mean, I don't love this game. They're really trying to get you to play some of these Mets because they're all pretty cheap, right? Like they're they're all kind of like a little bit cheaper than I thought they'd be. Like you meant like Alonzo under five K, Lindor under five K, Nemo's only forty four hundred. Um, but I agree with you, they're not really a team that I really want to this is a one of the worst hitting stadiums in all of baseball. So really like I, I don't have that much of an interest at all. All right, moving on. We got Tampa Bay at Miami. Hey, uh, the hurricane should be past there by the time this game gets going. Miami right now, though, getting hit pretty hard. Um, I guess it's it's kind of past Miami now. So uh, if you do live on the coast of Florida, by the way, Tallahassee, Gainesville area, Valdosta, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, like in that range of the hurricane, stay safe. Um, category two, category three hurricanes are no joke. So, um, my, my yard's prepped, man. I'm ready to go. Bring it on. Bring on the winds. We're not going to have a ton of rain here, but we're going to have a lot of wind tomorrow. So, uh, We got Eflin and Lazardo facing off against each other in this game. Seven and a half. Slight pick him game. I mean, Ray's a very, very slight favorite here. Um, any interest in Zach Eflin at 9-7 here? Um, I mean, I, I guess you could. Um, but, again, like, like you said about Senga, like, if you're making a ton of teams, like, you're not removing him. You're not exiting him out. But, you know, again, just, like, I like the pitcher quite a bit on the other side of this game. Um, and I obviously like Cole. So, like, he's just got to – he just doesn't make it. Like, I, I think – I don't know. I guess I do like Eflin more than, than Senga. But, really, it's not a priority for me. Like – you see that, like, Jazz Chisholm has, like, a really, really high K rate, but I think, like, he's just been injured, and I think that will get better. So, like, the top half of this lineup, there's not a lot of Ks. And then, like, Guriel and Arias, they have, like, incredibly low strikeout rates. So, I don't know. Like, I don't think he's got, like, a huge ceiling in this matchup. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that – I think Eflin is it... – like someone, if you're not going to go up in Cole to get Cole and you still want a guy that has some upside, I don't hate it. Um, I think that this is going to be a low scoring game for both sides. Game, I do so. too. I do too. So I, I could see, I could see Eflin having a, a solid outing here um, for sure. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but also, like, if he was a little bit cheaper, he'd probably be like massive chalk, but I think he's capable of 25 plus. Um, Miami a lot better against left-handed pitching than they are against right-handed pitching. So, um, yeah, I think Eflin very much in play. I think Lazardo, if you want to chase some ceiling here with his strikeout ability, this is one of those situations you really kind of hope there's a good pitching umpire um, umpire in this game, and you can kind of play both of these guys and chase some some ceiling here. Lazardo is my second favorite like raw points pitcher on the slate. You know, uh, second to only only Cole, obviously. So uh, the Rays strike out. They're very, very, very heavy strikeout team. So I, I, I love him. He's only ninety two hundred dollars. Um, 
you know, pitching at, in a really good pitcher's park. Like, I, I think this is a great play. Like, I think I think if you wanted to fade Cole and start your SB1 with Lazardo, I think that's completely fine. I think he, I think he's got the ceiling to match Cole. Yeah, I think both of these guys have upside. Um, as far as bats on the Tampa side, I mean, especially like Solaire's banged up too. Like, if Eflin doesn't get Solaire here, like that takes out one of their big bats in the Miami lineup. Like, uh, just yeah, I think both these teams very much like both these pitchers have a lot of upside. Do you have any interest in the Tampa bats here? Not really. Um, I I really like Lazardo in this matchup, so I I don't really have any interest at all. Um, you know, I guess like a Rosarena is going to be like a forgotten one-off that can definitely break any slate, but I think that's just purely a contrarian kind of like large field tournament play, but I have no interest in this stack at all. Yeah, I, I don't, I honestly don't have interest in either side of this game. Um, I don't even, I don't like anybody on the Miami side either. I think this is just a game I'm going to stay away from. I, I have interest in both of these pitchers. Like if I'm not paying up for Cole, yeah. I, I could see myself using both of these guys with like a Yankee stack and trying to get like leverage on the Yankee stack plus the Atlanta stack with one lineup. So um, I could see using both these pitchers. I don't have any interest in the bats. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much with you there too. Um. All right. We got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Someone says DK has D Reyes pitching. Which game is that, Dave? Uh, we can go back and cover that in a second. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I don't see Reyes pitching. It might be the Detroit game. We'll talk about that in a second. It might be Reyes in Detroit game. Anyway, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Uh, nine total pick em game, like straight pick em game. 112, 108. Um, it sounds like it's going to be Andre Jackson and mm-hmm. Angel Zerpa. I know yep. that um, I know there's a couple places that have um, Keller and Singer. Everything I'm reading has Jackson Zerpa. I'm, so pretty, we'll sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's Jackson. I've read some stuff that's going to be Jackson. Yeah, and then I I mean it's kind of like a bullpen situation if Zerpa is going to pitch. Um, right. He has thrown like 50, 60 pitches in the past. I think he had 80 at one point, but a uh, bullpen situation potentially for Kansas City. Um Let's go let's go Pittsburgh. Um any interest in Jackson here? I actually I do, I do. <laughs> just because just because of the you know the slate uh his price I think he pitched around 70 pitches last time out. Um, he is only $5,100 or no, excuse me, $5,400. Like, I think you can take shots with him um, at, when you're stacking Atlanta. Like, I, I, um, I think if he got you 13 or 14 DraftKings points, depending on how your bats do, that, that could be good enough on the slate. So I, I actually do have some interest. I, if he's going to be like in any way like popular, maybe I would backtrack that statement a little bit. But if he's going to be like projecting really badly and nobody really wants to punt with him, I would take shots on him. Like I think he, I think he could, you know, conceivably get 15, 15 drafting points. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he, I think he the only thing that kind of worries me a little bit about Jackson is like, is he the chalk SP2 punt play? Right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah like that is the yeah. one thing. Cause I mean, yeah. I agree with you, right? I think that, I think that <laughs> there's a good chance that Andre Jackson scoring like 12 to 15 points is enough today if you're playing Atlanta and they do their thing, right? Yep. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I hate the idea of playing him as chalk, but I also think he's the best option down here. I'm looking into this, um, Reyes situation we'll go back after the Pittsburgh Kansas City game before we move on to the next one to talk about it but it does sound like he's getting called up and he is starting for the Mets today at 4k um which could potentially change some stuff here so we'll go back and talk about that in just a second but um any interest in this Kansas City bullpen situation here no I think that seems too much of like uh like we're just kind of speculating like Zerfer is gonna throw like what um, maybe, well, I mean, I don't know if he, if he can get to like 60, 70 pitches, maybe, maybe I have the same kind of interest as Jackson, you know, I guess he's, I guess he's a viable pun, but I don't know. I thought he was more of just like an opener. I mean, they've used him in both situations. That's why it's like, it's so, I feel like it's such like a, a thing that's so up in the air with Kansas city. Like we really don't know, but um, they did like say that like singers dealing with like arm fatigue and they wanted to push him a start. So, I mean, in like Alec Marsh just pitched a couple days ago, he pitches in long relief um, from time to time. Jordan Lyles is on like four days. So like, I don't know if they could use him. Granky just threw like, I realistically think Zerpa might get like 60 to 70 pitches here, but I wouldn't like, I wouldn't bet anything on that. Um, like my confidence, <laughs> my, my confidence is not high on that. I'm right. just saying like they are, they've already announced that they're going to skip singer. Um, they just sent Taylor Hearn who kind of works in relief. A lot of the bullpen one to three innings at a time. They just sent him down. Um, so I didn't see any like corresponding moves for that. I mean, maybe we get some more clarification, but with Singer's arm fatigue and Marsh just throwing, Lyles just throwing, and Granky just throwing, um, I would assume Zerpa gets 60 plus pitches here. But again, my confidence on that is really low. So he, he pitched 21 pitches on the 26th. So yeah, maybe 65, 70. Yeah, but they they brought him. Okay, so what happened was they had brought him back. When they brought Granky back, he moved back to like a, a piggyback role again, um, and that's why he only threw um, twenty one pitches or whatever the other time. So with the situation on them skipping Singer, I, I assume here like Zerpa goes back to that like three or four inning type of role because I mean they just unless they're just gonna throw out six guys here they don't really have a long relief guy here outside of like yeah really it's really it i mean they don't really have a long relief guy they they option their other long relief guy down well so. i'll tell you i'll tell you we're kind of like going back and forth between zerfra and jackson it's kind of like whoever's going to be less popular i have more interest in is kind of how i'm how i'm thinking you know like if one of them's 
going to be popular, then I'll take the other one because I'm going to, you're going to want to take shots on these guys. You know, if you're making like 20 lineups or 150 or 50 teams, these guys are going to be in your pool. I guarantee it. So, (laughs) um, I, I, I think right now I'd lean have, you know, more on Jackson, but you know, it's both these guys are viable. It's really, it's a really, really gross slate for pitching. Um, all right. Yeah. I mean, both are viable. Neither one of them are good. <laughs> no, they're definitely oh. not good. All right. Let's talk Pittsburgh bats. Um, assuming that Zerp is going to get a little bit of work here. I mean, McCutcheon, Hayes, Joe, um, Rodriguez, like Pittsburgh's very playable here today. It's like a cheaper secondary stack. This is the type of stack that you were talking about when you said, hey, you know, like maybe I could go Eflin, Lazardo, and, you know, do some Yankees and then do like a cheap, you know, filler stack. Well, this could be like your cheap filler stack, you know, with like a contrarian Yankee stack and a couple expensive pitchers. You know, Bay at 3,300, Andy Rodriguez at 3,200, uh, Pagoro 2,900. Palacios 2600. Like these guys aren't great, but they're they're decent and they're really really cheap and they're in a completely reasonable matchup. So, um Connor Joe, Sawinski, you know, like these guys, this team, this team's fine. Like I I'm I would definitely be getting to a lot of this team if I if I have expensive pitchers on my team and and you could even do this team with you know, three Atlanta bats um, pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, like secondary cheap stack is very much in play. And I mean, don't sleep on the Kansas city secondary cheap like stack either. Um, right. I mean, right. this is one of those situations. Like if Jackson's super chalky play some oh, Kansas yeah. city, I mean, um, yeah. get some leverage on the field. Like again, neither one of these pitchers or anything, uh, to write home about the, both of these guys are very hittable. Um, so yeah, I mean, Kansas city cheap bats are very much in play for me today. Yeah. Like MJ Melendez, 3,400 Massey, 3,100 Drew um, waters, three K. Yeah. Drew waters, three K. Um, you know, even, you know, Sal Perez, 4,100. Like I know he hasn't been amazing, but that's, that's getting down there. You know, so I think uh, this game, really, it's going to be all about ownership, right? Like, if if one pitcher is going to be chalky, you can get leverage to the other side, you know? And I'm just, right now, I'm just not sure who's going to be, like, the more popular pun. All right, let's go back to this Texas situation real quick before we talk cores. Um, There's a report that says Denny Ray is going to, he got called up on, Tuesday afternoon to start Wednesday's game. So he is going to be starting this game instead of Singa. Um, we know like Denny Reyes is a guy that we've seen now a few times. Um, we saw him with Baltimore a little bit last year. We saw him start a couple games with the Mets this year. 12 innings, 12 strikeouts this season with the Mets. Um, nothing to write home about. 1.9 whip. Um, decent strikeout stuff. Gives up home runs at every level so far. Triple uh, A this season, he's made 15 starts, 76 innings. He has a 1.4 whip. 
7K per nine, a 2.5 home run per nine, um, and a 44% fly ball rate with a 17.8% strikeout rate. So, I mean, I don't really have any interest. It is a 4K pitcher. It is a 4K yeah, I was pitcher. Gonna say, it's a 4K pitcher. And he's a fly ball guy in City Field, so maybe. But I have a lot more interest in the Texas bats now. Um, yes, I was just going to say that. Like, scratch what I said about not wanting to pay out for Corey Seager or Marcus Semyon. Yeah, it just it kind of like JP Martinez, Jankowski, like whoever starts with those like cheaper bats for Texas, uh, low, obviously him, Garver, um, and then you like you said, Seager and Simeon. So I don't know, I don't like looking at Reyes's stats and stuff. Um, he doesn't really appeal to me too much, even as a 4K guy. But I I'm much more interested in the Texas bats now um, than like I mean it's a huge difference. They're like kind of priced like they're facing Singa. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely improvement, huge improvement for for the Rangers. All right, we got Atlanta at, at Colorado. <laughs> yeah, buddy, <laughs> thirteen and a half total. Um, it sounds like Darius Vines is going to play and start this game. Um, welcome to the Bigs. Um, oh, <laughs> so yeah. Sounds like Darius Vines is pitching for Atlanta today. Um, Prospect-wise, not terrible. Um, he does have a above-average changeup, below-average fastball. Doesn't generate a lot of swinging strikes. Um, started the season in in high A ball and quickly got moved up to Triple A, like skipped Double A. Um, so he he kind of started the season hurt. So I think like his high A starts were just kind of um, you know rehab type starts, and then he got five starts in AAA. Um, but yeah, he's not he's not. I mean, not terrible, but he's not like the best. Um, can can we really do this to ourselves, Stevie? Can, I think can you can we? take shots on him today for what it's you worth. Can. You, you uh, yeah, you do. I think okay. I wish he was like fifty one hundred. Um, but I I mean, he, his, my issues with, with vines looking into him is the command is like his like bread and butter, but his walks have been awful. Um, so I want him to walk less. He gives up home runs. That's not good for cores. He's 6,100 Colorado's offense is not great. This game is in cores. This could easily backfire, but he just, I mean, if we're trying to stack Atlanta, now texas and the yankees none of those teams i mean the yankees have some cheap bats it's easier to make the yankees stack work but we are looking for cheap pitching do you feel good about it heck no but i'm not playing kyle freeland against the braves i mean you know so if you're not taking shots on that like pittsburgh kansas city pitching situation i think this is a guy you could potentially take a shot on um but there's another guy that like i I feel like Maybe I like more here. Um, right. even in there, a really there, tough, yeah, there, there's one more there's guy. Another, there, there's another guy. There's another yeah. guy that we haven't got to yet. So, I mean, I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Like, I'm trying to think, like, if I, if I max 150, would I have him in five lineups? I would spread out my ownership Yeah, between Zerpa, Jackson, Vines, and Fiat, who we're going to talk about here in the next game. So, I wouldn't... <laughs> lock on to any of those guys but i would have ownership on all of them um because i mean you're gonna need you're gonna need like the 
you're going to need that like value if you're going to stack Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta is so expensive. Um, all right, let's talk. Um, oh, I, do you have any interest in Freeland? No, I can't do it. I'm just not going to. I I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, all the Braves in play. Arcia, one of my favorite from the Braves today at 4,600. It's crushed left-handed pitching. Um, hope they play both catchers so we can play Darno at 4.1 instead of Murphy at 5.8. I was, I was just going to say Darno is way too cheap. He's going to be yeah. so high on, though, if he gets to start. He'll be so chalky. That's the only issue. Like, yeah, I mean, be, any of yeah. any guy under 4K for Atlanta would be chalky. Like, if Pilar starts, um, right. he would be chalky as well. I mean, like, anybody that cracks the lineup here for Atlanta today under 4K, um, I think there's only potentially, like, two or three guys. But, yeah, they're all going to be popular. So, um, yeah, I mean, great spot for Atlanta. Freeland stinks. It's just all about roster construction. No one, no one should tell you not to play Atlanta today if you can make it work. But uh, we've had better pitching the last couple of days, like pun options, where it's been a lot easier. We had Harrison on Monday. Yesterday we had Reagan's. It was a lot easier to fit in Atlanta. Um, I mean, you don't have that. You don't have that guy today. Yeah, m- Monday was absolutely loaded with value pitchers. Like you couldn't miss. Like Wu, uh, Wu was good. Aviedo was good. Harrison was good uh rodriguez was good you're not gonna have that on wednesday slate so it's gonna be a little bit trickier to stack atlanta um but yeah like what what can we say they're the best offense in baseball and the best hitting park in baseball um so i mean it's all gonna come down to your risk tolerance and if you want to like make some kind of bold fades and, and fade them that that's fine like you're not obligated to play anyone in baseball, so um, you know it's. I'm certainly not telling you to fade them, but you know they they are going to be super chalk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply uh rockies again this guy has a home run issue um so playing mcmahon playing jones um playing any of these lefties that crack the lineup i think is um is interesting like even taking some shots maybe on um goodman who just got called up recently he has some pop um and he's 2.9k so yeah i mean i think colorado is very much in play vines is not a guy that's going to blow the ball by anybody um so like this is a definitely a stackable spot for Colorado. Absolutely, uh, Ryan Ryan McMahon. I think you know Nolan Jones. Obviously, are the two obvious guys for Colorado. Um, but you're right. You know Goodman at twenty nine hundred um, is is absolutely you know way too cheap. So yeah, it's it's uh, even uh, like I know Profar is terrible, but like twenty six hundred. Oh no, he's released. I forgot yeah, about he that. Got Never mind. I oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, still, uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. But yeah, like Goodman at twenty nine hundred, he's definitely your value guy. Uh, Doyle, if he cracks the lineup, twenty seven hundred. 
So, I mean, there are some cheap bats that you can get to. Um, yeah, Goodman, five for 10 to start his big league career. That's, I mean, that's what you want to do uh, if you want a job next season. So, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Arizona at LA. I hang out with my wife too much. She got uh, she got bad jokes and she's rubbing off on me. Uh, nine and a half total in this game. Dodgers a one fifty favorites. Um, it was supposed to be Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's getting pushed. Um, it's going to be Ryan Pepiot. Pepiot. Um, Pe- Pe- Pepio. Pepio. All right, sounds good. Close enough. Um, pitching here. And, I mean, I think both these guys are interesting today. Brandon um, Fiat is someone that I have talked about a lot recently. Um, I think that he's playable. Like, okay, I don't want to play anybody, anybody against the Dodgers for any reason. But I will say this. I think that he has the highest ceiling among the guys under 7K. Um, he also probably has the lowest floor because he's facing one of the best offenses in baseball. I agree with everything you just said. And, you know, where people want to win GPPs, you know, prize pools are top heavy. So go for the ceiling. I, you know, I completely agree with you. Uh, Fox got the best ceiling out of all those cheap nonsense guys that we were talking about. So, I mean, like I, I really, I really like him. Like, do I have the guts to play him in single entry on a Wednesday? I don't know, but I, I hope I do. To be honest with you, like I hope that, like, if Jackson's is gonna be popular, then like I can just pivot to Fott, right? Like, I, you know, like I think he clearly has the best ceiling out of all of these cheap guys. Um, I mean, and then the other side of this game, I think, I think if he, okay, if Ryan was like, oh, if he was like 6,500, he'd be way oh, too if chalky. He, if, if he was 6,500, he'd be the stone. Yeah, I was going to say, he'd be, he'd be way too chalky. I think had he been like 7,500, it would have like made people like, realistically think like do i want to play him or do i not want to play him kind of thing and i think that's where it got would have got a little interesting hate the price tag 8500 i'm i'm trying to get to lazardo or eflin um in that scenario right arizona has a very solid offense um i mean they'll disappear from days at a time sometimes but i mean and i'm not saying that he can't go out here and have a really strong outing he's shown great strikeout ability so far um, but they just don't they don't strike out a lot against right-handed pitching. Um right. this is not a good matchup for Pepe. Yeah, it's just it, it's a it it's just, a tough it, matchup. It, yep. it, yeah, it just isn't. So I mean, I would one hundred percent be finding the seven hundred for Lazaro if I'm in this range. Like no, no chance. I, I think I think Pepio is gonna be a decent pitcher, but this is not the right price or matchup or or slate for him. I don't think he has much of a ceiling. Like if you get 15 points out of him, that's not going to be enough of this price tag. Uh, Arizona bats. I mean, a lot of respect for him. I mean, they're, they're kind of priced up. 
Um, I mean, if you want to attack some maybe cheap bats here against him, I don't hate it. Uh, not my favorite idea, but I, I think like you could potentially take some shots here on Arizona. Carroll, obviously, if you want to pay up to get contrarian today, 40 stolen bases, 22 home runs on the season, uh, just having a stellar rookie year. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Diamondbacks? Uh, I I don't have much interest. Um, Carroll, like you said, is is the obvious guy. Um, I think Christian Walker is pretty decent against uh, against right-handed bats. You know, he's got a two twenty-four ISO. Uh, Guriel's got a two thirty-eight ISO. I mean, that's that's pretty decent. Um, I think you know they're they're obviously going to be contrarian, um, but. I don't know. They're not. They're not my favorite. I think. I mean, really, it comes down to the Yankees for me. Like, they're my favorite. The Yankees are my favorite contrarian mm-hmm. stack. Yeah, I like the Yankees a lot today as well. Uh, let's talk Dodgers. You know, if we look recently, Fiat's been fantastic. Um, he's done a great job limiting power to both lefties and righties. He's walked a lot less hitters. Um, I will say. Some of his advanced stats definitely suggest he's been getting a little lucky. He's still giving up a ton of hard contact, um, and he does give up a lot of line drives. Again, like, we talked about Texas. We talked about the Yankees. We obviously talked about Atlanta, but I think the Dodgers are another team on that list of how do we get off Atlanta today? Um, I mean, because, like, the Dodgers pricing is very close to Atlanta outside of having a few cheap options that you can plug in there depending on like who's in the lineup. Like Altman's like 3.1, but I mean, Betts and Freeman are 64 and 6,500. They're the same, like that's cores pricing. So I think the Dodgers are another team that you can look at to get off of Atlanta today. Absolutely agree. You know, and like somebody like Max Muncy at 4,700, that just seems too cheap. I mean, he's got a, he's got a 289 ISO against Brady's like that's, really really solid uh and he's only forty seven hundred dollars i think that's a really nice bargain um you can i mean you can stack the dodgers any slate against practically any pitcher um i still for me prefer the yankees um but if there's a big big ownership gap between those two stacks and the Yankees are more popular than the Dodgers, then maybe I change my mind. I don't think that would be the case, though. I think that I think the Dodgers would be the next highest owned stack. Yeah, I think I think um, I think the Yankees are going to be the next highest owned stack today, for what it's worth. Oh, you but, do. Yeah, you do. just because. Oh, okay. okay, all right, Tim. Yeah. Like, think about it. We talk about this on the show all the time. People hate stacking the Dodgers when they are at home because it's the late game. It is an hour yeah. and 30 minutes gap between the next closest game. People want to watch their hitters. And if you live on the East Coast, I mean, you want to watch your Yankees. You want to watch your Atlanta Braves. I mean, you don't want to stay up till midnight waiting to see what your stack does. And it just, yeah, it makes no sense, but it makes sense. I mean, if that makes any no, sense. Yeah, but, no, I, under, yeah, I understand so. what you're saying. I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. I just feel like the market has really, like, just hates the Yankees. You know, there's a, like, really negative sentiment i mean because do you you blame them right now (laughs) no i don't blame them but i mean Aaron judge is still a monster and so is stanton stanton oh yeah Flores is still good you know it's just 
They they're having a down year. The yeah, Yankees are just having year. a down year. Um, right. Oh, darn. Um, <laughs> I, oh. I'm, from, I'm from Maine, Stevie, so I'm not that sad. <laughs> I mean, anybody that's listened to this show before knows. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have no problem um, saying what I feel about the Yankees, but I, listen, I, I take it too, okay? Uh, if you're a Yankees fan, there's been plenty of times that I've taken it as a Red Sox fan. So, um, All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Uh, who do you got? Uh, under 8K, it would be uh, fought for me. I'll go Jackson. I don't love it, but... I'll go Jackson. Uh, over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? F1. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'll go Ryan Piat. Um, over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard? Not, not in cores, obviously. Not in cores. Not in cores. Yeah, we take cores out of this game. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, Torres. I like that. Um, I'll take Aaron Judge. <laughs> oh, uh, you, can't take Cor- you can't take Cores, but you can take Aaron Judge. Okay. I All right, mean, that's, that's, that's the okay. game rules say you cannot take Cores. Um, right. So right. Just following the rules. Right. Under four K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like to get two hits today? Uh, you said under four K. Yep. Um, Jack Zewinski. Okay. Oh, that guy has had a hole in his bat. Um, give me Higgs from New York, the catcher. Actually, Zewinski might not be in the lineup, so give me Connor Joe. Let me change to Joe, Connor Joe. That's right, Derek. Tell him. Tell him. Tell Derek. Derek, tell him. Dems the rules, Tim. <laughs> Stack the score six more runs, not in cores. I think you're going to say mm-hmm. Yankees. I, yeah, well, I, I like the Yankees. Yeah. I'm going to go... Did I just have a weird feeling that Pittsburgh just gets it done today. Give me the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. I, I think yeah. they're going to get the job done today. I think we're going to see a big game um, from the Pirates today. So give me give me Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, give me Pittsburgh. I, like I said, I think Pittsburgh gets the job done today. Uh, Tim, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, thanks as always, Stevie, and uh, thanks for uh, uh, everyone for watching. Stay safe if you're on the Florida coast or Georgia. Um, it's going to be a long day tomorrow for anybody in that area. Again, stay safe. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday. I think I'm solo Thursday. I think it's a really small slate. So if you have any questions you want me to answer in the podcast, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at uh, StevieTPO cvtpfl or hit me up in youtube chat if you haven't already subscribe to the rotor grinders morning grind youtube page that's all the housekeeping we'll be back tomorrow have a fantastic day we'll see you then